Hello and welcome to Beyond the Words. My name is Dimple Thakra and I am going to take you on a frigging journey with this podcast. I have been called your guardian angel by many. This podcast is for you if you are interested in understanding the truth about humans and what we say is not always what we mean and if you are ready to come out of the spiritual closet you're in the right place enjoy so hello and welcome back to beyond the words with me dimple background here drinking my ginger and lemon tea today. Having had a weekend watching Barbie. Don't know if any of you have seen it or not, and it's not a plug for Barbie. So, <laughs> But um, I was quite surprised. One of my team members last week went to watch it and she said, you should go and watch Barbie Dimple. And I'm like, really? Not really into Barbie. And um, she said, no. The message is in there. She said within the first scene, they're talking about portals and vortexes and frequency. And, and I was like, Barbie, you are kidding me, Barbie. So I said to my husband, let's go and see it. So we went to see it. He was reluctant. It's not really his thing. Not really mine, to be fair. Didn't really have a Barbie. I don't know whether you guys had a Barbie or not, but. It wasn't really a thing. I was more into climbing trees <laughs> and uh, baking, really. So says a lot about me now being out in the wilderness first thing in the morning and loving to bake for my family. So, yeah, so it's interesting. But anyway, coming back to Barbie, why am I talking about Barbie? Well, it made me think about a few things. So I'm going to do two podcasts today and I'm going to, one of them is going to be the male version and the other one's going to be the female version of my take on what happened in Barbie. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the male version first. And what I want to talk about is, um, which is weird, isn't it? Right. You'd think I'd want to talk about the females first, talking about Barbie. What was so fascinating about this film was that, um, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, a film called Barbie was released um, about two weeks ago in the UK. I don't know when it was released around the world, but it's basically a film called Barbie. And it's literally about Barbie and Ken, the dolls, right? And how they travel through time from Barbie land to uh, human land, real world, they call it, real world, and they travel through a vortex and they travel through the veil and then they come back. So what was fascinating about this film is how they portrayed masculine and feminine roles, the masculine and the feminine. And there was a, a an opening line that really stuck for my husband and that that was when um, basically in Barbie land, women rule the world and 
there's a female prime minister, president, not prime minister, president, and female surgeons and politicians, and the men just roam around waiting for the women to pay them attention, right? And there was a line in there where Bar- where Ken was like, all I need is for her to smile at me and acknowledge her, acknowledge me. And she was like, sorry, Ken, girls' night. And every night's a girls' night, right? So he's leaning in for a kiss and she's like, what do you want? Girls' night, bye. And she does this Barbie wave, right? And goes and does this girls' night. And you see Ken walking off and, you know, him feeling not enough. And it made me think about modern day marriages and particularly those of you that have been married for a while. And this, I can only call it what I've experienced in this pandemic almost of couples that have been married in for 10, 15, 20 years, and the men find themselves being pleasers and desperately wanting their women to be happy and doing and trying everything for their women to be happy. And the women being more and more powerful and finding their own in that period of their lives as their children have grown And they've realized that actually they've spent a lifetime doing and being for everybody else. And now it's their turn. And it's a hard transition in the marriage because the woman knows what she wants. And it's very, it can be very destabilizing for the men because suddenly this woman is full steam ahead. Or she's become complacent because he hasn't got that drive and ambition because he's lost who he is in the process of wanting to build this happy family and happy life and working all his life to provide for the family and then there comes a point where he's realized that the time that was invested in working and providing the focus wasn't on providing emotionally for the family so the financials were all there but the emotional time connection and so what I've noticed in a lot of my clients and I've I've lived through this myself is that the woman suddenly realizes what she really wants in the marriage and is capable of then asking for it and unfortunately what can happen for the men is they can either decide, hell yeah, this is an opportunity for me to grow, or what I'm seeing, which is why I'm saying unfortunately, a lot of men are seeing it as a criticism, as a, gosh, is this something else now? Am I not enough? And it was funny because this is what was happening in Barbie with all the Kens fighting over Barbie's attention, fighting over wanting to make her smile, and actually losing who they are. And the truth of all of this is the one thing that your woman desires men more than anything else is for you to reclaim your balls. Yep, I said it. Man up, reclaim your balls. It's time. It's time for you to live. It's time for you to provide for you. 
You know, I hear so many men in my coaching say, all I want is for her to be happy when I ask them, what do you want? And while a woman might think she wants you, she wants you to, she wants to be the center of your world and your attention. It's not true. She actually wants you to live your purpose, to be fully present as a man, to know who you are, to be confident, right? Because that's when you get the polarity. Because the pleaser is actually a toxic masculine. It's it's like a false feminine energy. And when the woman has to then make all the decisions, what we're having for dinner, when are we having it, where are we going for holidays, who's like all that, there comes a point in her life where she gets exhausted. She gets so exhausted with it all, with all the decisions that there is no point in it. And the man continually is like, because he's been knocked back so many times in making those decisions, he's resided himself to the fact that actually there's no point in me making a suggestion or being a leader because he gets knocked back. And so this constant loop of the woman feeling as though her needs aren't being met, articulating that, him feeling as though it's being, it's he's not enough and being criticised, and then him continuing to please but not hear what she actually wants, and this perpetual cycle until both people get exhausted. And so what is the solution for the men? How do you get your balls back? How do you win her back? How do you... Um, (laughs) how, and this is something that I work really closely with the men with, and it's so simple. It's so simple. She doesn't want loads of money, although she does want you to provide, but she doesn't want you to provide at the cost of the relationship. So if your only focus is, is on bringing home the bacon, and there is no energy left in the home, that's not what she wants. You see, what I teach my couples is that the foundation of any abundance, any affluence in all the ways is the relationship, is the relationship with yourself first. And so what I'm seeing is a lot of women coming into their own and the men are being really displaced by this. Because they're like, what the fuck? I've given for decades and now what's going on? And so what I want to share with you today, gentlemen, is the keys on how to reclaim your balls. Because she's been holding them for a long time and she's weary. And what do I mean by that? She's the one making all the decisions. You're constantly asking her where you want to go, what do you want to do, what do you want to eat, where do you want to go for dinner, all these things. It's exhausting because take it from a woman who's carried balls for a long time. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. And, gentlemen, she may be very powerful in her business. She may be the breadwinner in the home. But when she's home, trust me, she doesn't want to make the decisions. And you stepping up and taking the risk of possibly getting it wrong, 
probably getting it wrong and you stop trying means you hand, hand your balls over every time. And what that does is it creates repulsion because there's no polarity. Because then she has to step up into her masculine. You're in your toxic masculine or false feminine. And there's zero attraction. So the more you do and the more you try, the further away she moves. Now, I know this might sound very confusing, but I'm going to come to what it is that you have to do as men to reclaim your balls and what Ken had to do in Barbie. And that was actually find himself. That was actually take time to look after himself, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially. So what does that mean? Physically, a man needs to lift weights, to move, to do some kind of resistance work. There's so much evidence around this. You are built to train your body to be a warrior, to be a hunter. Without you doing this physical work, it's just not going to your body is, that's how you build testosterone. That's how you stop yourself from becoming so feminized. So that's the first piece. The second piece is stop talking about your feelings with your wife. She doesn't want to know how you feel. She, she might want to know how you're feeling just to confirm that she's her intuition's picking up. So if you're off, she wants to know that you're off. She doesn't want you to go into a dark hole of numbing yourself through Netflix or whatever it is that you compulsively do when you are not wanting to feel. Because she knows that there's something happening for you. So the second piece is say what you're feeling, but then don't ask for her to support you in that. She doesn't want to be a mother. Like... You don't need her to cuddle you and pat you on the back and say you'll be all right. Because that's such a mothering thing and mothering energy is actually masculine. So if you're feeling off, say, I am feeling frustrated right now or I'm feeling angry right now and I am just going to go sort myself out. Go chop wood, go lift weights, go hang out with guys and let her know when you're back. Because that is sexy as hell when you can take care of yourself. And then the third thing is having some male role models, some really good male role models who absolutely want to support you, who aren't the ones that are going to trash your women, but are the ones that are going to tell you straight when you're being a pansy. Like, man up. Start making decisions, even if it means you get it wrong. The fact that you made a decision and didn't ask her is so sexy and so magnetizing. Like, I'm just saying it as it is, guys. I, and I want this to land in the most loving and firm way. Because I believe that this information will save many marriages. But you've got to build a thick skin. The fourth thing is, whatever comes out of her mouth isn't an attack on you. 
it's two things. It's either her just letting all the shit out of her body and you have to be man enough to hold it and not be triggered. And if you are triggered, go get some help to deal with those triggers outside of the marriage. Go get professional help. Because the triggers aren't about her. The triggers are about your childhood. And number two is if she is speaking stuff and it's often either she's emptying the trash or she's giving you facts. She's just saying how it is. You're always asking, what do you want? She's telling you. This is what she wants. Now, you can decide to get triggered and feel like she's criticizing you for all the things that, and she didn't praise you or acknowledge you for the things that you did well. You're not a little boy. Stop behaving like you need a mother. You don't. You need a wife who you can take care of, who you can be man enough to make those decisions and know that it's not always going to be perfect, but you can still lead her. And sometimes men get frustrated with the word lead. It's what if you could think of it as initiative, taking the initiative? Because I really don't believe in the bullshit that it's 50-50. It's not. It really is not 50-50. If you want romance and your wife is asking for romance and you're saying to her, well, you do one day, I'll do another. Now. Doesn't work that way because we're not designed that way. That's like saying, you have one baby and I'll have the other. Like carry one baby and and you can carry the other. We're not designed that way. We're designed that you are the man, that you are chivalrous, chivalrous, that you open the door, that you take care of her, that you lead her that you take the initiative in the direction. Of course, you take on board her point of view, but the end decision lies with you. So let's stop with this. What are we having for dinner? What do you want? Anything you want, dear? What, when she, you know, do you want to go on a date? What do you want to do for Roma? Like, no, grow some balls and use your initiative. You've been with her long enough. You know the things she loves to do and just do it. Take the initiative. Be intentional. Set the time aside for your relationship. And I promise you, you can turn this around. Now, this is something I go much deeper in into my men only program. And that we can share the link somewhere if that's something that you desire. But I just felt called today with watching Barbie and Ken. Because Ken then came back from the real world and became a man. The only thing is he swung the pendulum the other way too much. And he ended up being rah-rah, abrupt, masculine. That doesn't wash either. The truth is, guys, you have a gut instinct for a reason. Follow it. It will always guide you. Always. And the fifth thing that's just come through is when you get it wrong or you you fuck up, own it. Don't give some bullshit reason as to why this happened and that happened. Own it. Just 
own your mistake. Say I'm sorry. Apologise for the feelings that it's caused in her. Ask her what you what you can do to make it better. Listen to what she says and then do that or say you can't do it. Either way is okay. But say you're going to do it and then not following through, that's worse. Because then she can't trust you. Because you don't honour your word. And the sixth thing is be a man of your word. It's better to say no than to say yes and not deliver. It's better to say no and her be displeased than say yes and please her in the moment and not deliver. That just pushes her further away because then she has to do the thing that you've not delivered. (laughs) So this is a pretty tough podcast today. I say it because I want the best for you. And if you do all these things, gentlemen, and nothing changes in a week, it took two decades for her to put up with the bullshit. I'm not suggesting you spend two decades doing that. But what I am suggesting is a little consistency. That's what she's after. Gotta be consistent. This is how you grow as a man. This is how you expand because you get to face your traumas and and triggers and you get to heal them. And I know that you're capable of doing it. The question is, do you want to? The question is, do you want to? Do you want to put the effort in and the energy? Because it takes courage, and you have to decide whether you're worth it or not. Not whether she is, but whether you are. Because I guarantee you, you don't learn it in this relationship, you won't learn it in the next or the next. So, my beautiful gentlemen out there, this one was for you. The next one's for the ladies. I love you so much. Thank you so much for your time, your presence today. God bless. Thank you so much for joining me in Beyond the Words. Remember, if you've loved this, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't keep it a secret. Let your friends, family, auntie, uncle, brother, sister, all of them know about Beyond the Words. And remember, All the resources that I've talked about today are available to you in the show notes.